0: I am unashamed. What about you?
1: Well, we're coming to you from uh, our vacation home away from home. Gulf Shores, Alabama. Actually, we're in Orange Beach. So I mentioned a couple of podcasts ago that uh, Andy Andrews is a friend of mine has let us use his studio. So that's where Zach, Zach, you just happen to be here. You're not really in our family vacation, but you're family and you're here while we're here. So. And I we're on wondering. vacation. And you're on vacation.
2: Yeah. I was wondering why you didn't, you just didn't come with us. I mean, what, is there a
3: problem? I didn't get the invite.
1: Well, you're invited. Well, well now.
3: If I'd have known, we'd have snapped in there like cordwood.
1: <laughs> so dad's living the, the summer of Phil. He's back home in the studio. Dad, can you hear us in the Louisiana? I
0: can hear y'all loud and clear. Let's see. Y'all are in the midst of a blazing sun beating down upon you. With no cover, unless you bring some kind of umbrella, there's a lot of water there. All of it is not drinkable, and uh, you got half naked <laughs> women running around. Y'all are just this hey, side man. of hell, and I'm over here, way up here in the woods. Uh, <laughs> and there's always a little excitement from time to time, but uh, other than that, <laughs> yeah, you... we're pretty good. I, I just saw something that uh, uh, last night that occurred to me. Uh, when peter was talking in acts 10 34 when he was uh, explaining what it was like to follow jesus he said he said uh he went around doing good he came with the holy spirit and power he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because god was with him you get to colossians down there colossians 1 verse 10 he makes a statement we pray this in order to for y'all to live a life worthy of the lord may please him in every good work bearing fruit in every good work which what jesus was doing and then it says growing in the knowledge of god being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might. So the same wordage is used in Acts 10:34 from an eyewitness Peter. and when the Apostle Paul wrote Coloss- to the Colossians, he brought up those same two things: going around bearing fruit in every good work, and strengthening with all power according to the glorious might. So you may have endurance and patience and joyfully giving thanks to the Father, who's qualified you to share, and the inheritance, in the saints, and the kingdom of light. When Jesus was going all around, the kingdom was at hand. But when it came, Paul is addressing this crowd saying, uh, be like this by the power of God and go around doing good. It's not rocket science. And, uh, and it, when put into practice, it becomes pretty easy just going around doing good and uh, doing it by the power of the Spirit that lives in you. I thought that was pretty cool. What about it, Al?
1: I like that. You know, we, we always say we start the podcast with a cold open, but, Dad, that was a hot take is what that was. That was yeah. a hot field take.
2: I like that Acts 1034. That's really good. God doesn't show favoritism. He accepts men from every nation who fear him and do what is right. That's good.
0: You betcha. That's you. excellent. And he even What's covers the, that, uh, you know, here there is no, get the end, and there's no slave and there's no, he, he, we works that in and the next
2: wait chapter, for it, wait for it. Yeah. We're getting there. we we'll get there. But that's what you do when you're by yourself and everybody leaves. Yeah. You sit around and study your Bible. That's right. So that's, that's good. It's that's a time correct.
1: of contemplation. That's correct. <laughs> well, dad had told us Zach on uh, one of the last podcasts. Cause I was like, for years, we've kind of felt bad about you not coming like you're there by yourself and mom gets people to drop by, you know, cause she's worried yeah. about him being alone. And dad's like, Oh, it's the best time of my life. No, he <laughs> loves <it. laughs> When y'all are gone, it's quiet around here. I, you know, it's, it's the summer of Phil. Hey, those, two it made dogs, me feel better.
0: those two dogs of Miss K Bobo, you know, the UPS truck got him, but, uh, the two that are left, they've never even had so much as a whimper. When Miss Kay leaves, all they do is just sit there. And when I look over there at them, they looking at me, and I'm looking at them. But they never make a sound. They don't eat any of their dog food. And other morning, I heard one of them kind of wailing because Miss Kay wasn't there. You know, <laughs> and I said, hey, shut fasting. up in there. <laughs> but even the dogs are sitting there just waiting. Wait till she comes back. You know
1: mom said one of them hopped up in her chair you told her and just howled to the moon oh yeah because she wasn't there that's just it wait so,
3: I, I don't want to i don't want to derail things but I, I i have to address the elephant in the room
1: in our room yeah i mean yeah room.
3: i what's up with your hair?
1: what's up with i your cut
2: hair, my hair look i don't th- most of the time when i cut my hair no one noticed. but I cut my hair. I did it myself. I'll give so you, you cut your own hair. I'll give you the tutorial on how to do it if you if you want to know. It, it looks but beachy. I,
0: <laughs> it looks beachy. <laughs>
2: so Phil, here's what I did. It's That's this beachy dude. I went in there. Well, here's the reasoning. One is a free really bowl hot. of soup with that hat. It's I don't like this hat. This is my beach. <laughs> so I'm glad you're getting a kick out of this. <laughs> so you people just listening, I have a, what kind of hats are these call? It's a, uh, like a bucket. Kind bucket, of a bucket hat. hat bucket yeah. Hat but it's, it's
3: more like a outdoor bucket hat. Like but it's the hair. It's like a blunt. It's a blunt. No? For those not listening, it's a blunt cut. I, I would say like, it's just like,
2: well, I cut off a third of my beard and two thirds of my hair. So it was quite the cut. But here's what you got to remember. When you make the first cut, because I just I'm standing in the mirror, I have a pair of scissors, I grab the left side, and I just pulled it in front of me and I just went whack. Well, the rest of the haircut is trying to line up what you just did <laughs> to make it even. So you keep working your way up. And I went a little no, I just went a little too far on the first cut, because I didn't mean to cut that yeah. much. And <coughs> what you're seeing is the result of the blossoming. It because it just all what's left goes out, yeah. It's kind of like a um, yeah, I don't know, it's like nothing. a
3: fryer or what's the it's like a
2: it's like an electric, electric, like a pre, I mean,
3: like a preach, like an old preacher, what do they call it? you know, like
2: yeah, the, the monk. No, it's like it's you, fine. your hair's all like laid down, what little of it you got left. <laughs> but if you stuck your finger in that socket <laughs> over there, out. you'd see it. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you have a couple of years of not cutting your hair, but you, it was long. Oh, it was, long, it was down the middle of my back. Says
1: you, you're not so, aware of this, but there are people that go to school to learn how to cut hair properly where it's even so So it's not just a poofy fryer do, because uh, well, you're just taking length off. No, looks, You're not dealing with the depth.
2: Of I it. love
1: the outcome.
2: But I, what I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I'm going to tell you how to do it. So then I'll go to the right side and make that. But here's the key part. <laughs> Right in the middle, because when you turn around at the mirror, you can't reach it and get a visual. Nah. So I had like a weird rooster tail down the middle, all the way down. Kind of a. So then look, here's your faith <coughs> illustration and sermon for the day. You just have to grab it and feel, and then just sheer faith, just hope take the scissors and just hope you get it. And I got most of it. Now, my son pointed out when I saw him, he said, Dad, uh, there's like four streaks of clumps of hair
3: going down the middle of your back. It's like a foot longer than the rest of your hair. Well, if you, to, if you want to see Jace's hair and you're listening on the podcast, you need to go to the YouTube channel, Phil, uh, Phil Robertson YouTube, and then you can look up this episode. You can see Jace's new haircut
2: i cut my hair. I think you should cut your hair a couple of years of the summertime, but here's why I did it. The main two reasons, this has been an epic year for fleas and ticks, and I have literally battled them for the last few weeks. And when I go in the woods, especially metal detecting, looking the way I do with that massive amount of hair, it's just a draw for critters to think, oh, here's a place I can hang out and live. Let's live here. And so I just got sick of it. I had a tick on my forehead.
3: (laughs) I mean, and it had been there a while. I I mean, I couldn't see it. But it's still long. That's my thing. If you're going to cut it, when Jill cut it that one time, you got dapper. You looked, I mean, you were a man. I cut two
2: thirds of it. That's a lot. This is manageable. And it's, you know, we used to do this every year when we went to vacation.
1: So I did it to surprise my wife. But she had her issues So. But when you have a tick that's on your forehead for and you don't know how long it's been there and you don't notice, then it's time to do something. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, what I figured. Is.
2: That's I mean, good, I had to just, <laughs> so I had a span of about half a dozen in three days and the fleas were just, I mean, it's been an epidemic this year, fleas and ticks. Oh yeah. So uh, I figured I would, I took that as a sign.
1: So you're doing a TV show. How, how's, yeah, how's that? We're gonna have some, we're gonna have some continuity I issues thought here. Thought we were done with the TV show. Now a little
2: birdie told me I shouldn't have done this, but guess what? Life <laughs> well, happens. So if you see me with most of my hair gone in an interview, it's still me. I mean, it doesn't matter. The same guy.
1: Yeah. So so, I don't know. We'll deal with that when we get to it. So, Dad, do you want to? Since you're home alone, maybe you can try your hand at cutting your hair. We you think.
0: Uh, Uh, those are things I don't think about.
1: (laughs) Well, Phil, this is all your
2: fault anyway. You started this in our family, and so I think it was good. But I'm just saying, I cut my own hair. It's not that big a deal. And I think I did pretty good. I was pretty happy with how it came out. So I thought Missy would be the most happy, but then she, she went to Karina's graduation. She graduated from college. We're proud of her. But then, Phil, you'll like this story. So Missy goes to Karina's graduation, and guess what happens? She gets food poisoning. Oh boy! At the gathering, at the gala.
1: What is it with the with the uh, with the, the same thing happened to Dad when he was? Remember, he was graduating college. He told that story on a podcast. Well, that's
2: why I thought Phil would like that story. Right. Although it was
1: although him. he stepped away, so. <laughs> So Missy,
2: listen to this. So Still Missy,
3: gone?
2: I don't know. So Missy felt, you know, she had a streak of decades without throwing up. Now mine's long, but not as long as hers. And so she, so she had a vomit streak. She felt well. She feels sick, but guess where it all comes into a crescendo? Oh, no. Is in the airport. Oh no! Going through security. No. She thought, I think I'm fixed to throw up, and. She's really you know, in the TSA line, and mm-hmm. she throws up. And not only that, we're talking—I mean, double sorry, barrel, double barrel. Oh, in the line—that's not good. Oh. you know what? I was real proud because if the TSA's said, jobs is not sucky enough,
1: I know. <laughs> then you have something like that.
2: After. But well, I've always said—I mean, what was that joke that the most uncomfortable place in life is trying to have, you know? Explosive diarrhea in a public restroom. I mean, it's just uncomfortable. But when you're in the security line and this is happening, oh. did she make it through the line? No. No. She didn't make it. She just said it happened. I looked around and I thought, Where's a garbage can? And she's like, The next thing I knew, it was just over. Oh. And she said, The only thing I heard was Mia saying You're okay. You'll be fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But that kind of warmed my soul, you know. Almost like she was just trying to kind of wish it away, right? You're "You're okay. It's okay. okay. She
2: she actually said a very nice TSA agent came up and said, you know, what can I do to help? And 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 Missy's like, I need a bathroom. (laughs) You know, where's the nearest bathroom? She was panicked because she thought they wasn't going to let her on the plane because they're like what's wrong with you you have you know yeah monkey pox." yeah well then you got all these illnesses but she just had food poisoning but so it was miserable so Mm. and then she's got to travel she was coming here yeah she got here but she just been in bed for like 24 hours but she was up today up this morning and i was like you like my hair and she's like i got worse problems to
3: deal with So she wasn't <laughs> even. Yeah, I take that as a no
1: then. Yeah,
0: what, she
3: she categorized it as a problem. Yeah, she just got no. Problems. She sent me a text
2: and said it's awesome. So once she thought about it, she was happy. Really? She doesn't like all this hair. She didn't like yeah. it. Yeah. So she told me once she's like, "I like having an affair with my husband." <laughs> because <laughs> I'm like a different person.
1: <laughs> well, she would appreciate the less air, I'm sure. So anyway, we're at the beach. We're living it up. Yeah, it. we're living the dream down here, Dad.
0: Yeah, I bet.
1: Are you back with us? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because, you know, you're not there, so Dad just gets up yeah, and he wanders off. just comes back. Yeah, it comes back. He's ready to roll. Let's, uh, let's take our first break. Well, as we've been saying, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in our culture these days, and uh, you got a a lot of uh, attacks on religious liberty, free speech, uh, constitutional rights, a lot of things happening. One of our uh, supporters and our um, sponsors is a group called Patriot Mobile, uh, and they build themselves as America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. So um, if you want to, you know, you if you want to line up in terms of, you know, where you put your uh, cell phone money, uh, these folks are going to be there pretty much thinking like you think. Uh, they ha- they fight for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life. They have great deals for veteran and first responders. It's a 100% U.S.-based uh, customer support team as well. So if you want to check these guys out, go to patriotmobile.com slash fill. Or you can call them at 972-PATRIOT. You're going to get a free activation when you use the offer code FILL. And remember, veterans and first responders are going to save even more when you make the switch. So if you want to make your voice heard and line up your values, go to PatriotMobile.com slash FILL. That's PatriotMobile.com slash FILL, or you can call them at 972-PATRIOT. So what else anything else Chase? I mean you, you well, a lot I, of stuff. Going I on. said
2: I was going to give a fishing report. So far, it was a day of catfish only. And not the kind that my dad's been catching, the opalesis cat. These are the saltwater if they fin you, you're you've been poisoned. <laughs> you know, you're having to well, have there's stuff here
1: that yeah, we was, caught
2: a lot of catfish, but I mean the seas are rough at this time. A lot of seaweed. Yep. It's just been rough. And uh we're hoping the next two or three days it'll die down. i have a better report. But so far, Phil, all we got is saltwater catfish.
0: And can you even eat that, them? We didn't that, eat them. We turned them back. Yeah. They're, they're known to be trash fish down there.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we haven't I mean, eaten them. but Especially since we've been
2: eating up. We're after the pompano, but we, we just haven't struck yet. So I'll
1: keep you posted. So I, I will give you this fishing report. So the first day... Before y'all got here, Jace, uh, Jay and BK went out deep sea, went out on the boat, and um, they were going for a red snapper because it's still red snapper. Well, it was. It's closed now, but uh, they were going for the red snapper, but they didn't catch any red snapper. But the only person on the boat that caught any fish was BK. She caught two trigger fish, which are delicious, by the way. It's my favorite gulf fish right now i kind of go back and forth but so little bk one one more time is the she's the champion of the of the hunt or the fish she's an angler yeah what
2: was the fish you call
1: trigger fish yeah the trigger yeah it's a really white flaky it's it's delicious so they they have them a lot down here before we get into the for our text uh i got a couple of events coming up i want to mention in case you're in the area on saturday june the 4th 9 to 12 lisa and i are gonna be doing a marriage uh seminar at the Tabernacle Church of God in Christ with the Bishop Matthews. Oh, this guy is amazing. It's in South Haven, Mississippi. So if you're in that area and you want to check it out, uh, also, we're going to be doing a barnstorm across Kansas. They're trying to amend their constitution, dad, to basically have in their constitution that abortion is not a constitutional right. And so, you know, and it's, it's, a, it's called value them both talking about the woman and the baby. So we're going to be five cities in two days. So if you go to value them you can see where we're going to be, but I think we're doing a little barnstorm to try to uh-huh. rally folks to vote on this amendment. So if you're in Kansas, be sure and, uh, and vote uh, for that amendment uh, for, for not only protect women, but it also protects kids, which is what we're all about. So That's awesome. Uh, so well, you want to dive into <clears throat> yeah. some Colossians? Right. We're, we're in, Zach, we're in Colossians three. Um, which is, uh, I think we went through the first four verses the last time. And um, we talked about in the last podcast that it's kind of now a lifestyle. We got into the lifestyle side of it. And it's all based on the idea that when Jesus is Lord, when he's the one in charge, then the response should be natural. And it it starts out those first four verses. Last time we talked about how. or spiritual. Yeah. Heart, soul, and mind is the idea about where we're going. And so today we were kind of at that point, uh, starting in verse five, where we start talking about specifics of what, what kind of sinful behavior he's talking about. And I thought it was interesting because he sort of frames it, Jace, with the, some things you put to death, but then some things you bring to life, you know, it's, so it's kind of a two-step process yeah. that you go through. So you just want to read this text. Let me read this first uh, first few verses here, and we'll talk about it. He says in verse 5, Put to death, therefore, when your heart, soul, mind, strength are in the right place, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, or, or some say the flesh. What does is, what is yours say, Zach, on that word? Does so it say flesh?
3: It says uh, uh, impurity, passion, evil desire, greed. Let's see here. Therefore, consider your members of your earthly body, Okay. It's dead to um, this earthly body. is dead to immorality, impurity, passions, evil desires, and greed.
1: Okay. Uh, because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must rid yourselves of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice. So first he talked about sexual sin, lust, things of the mind. Now he's, now he's going to talk about things you say uh, or the way you act slander filthy language from your lips do not lie lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and put on the new self which is being renewed so i mean pretty much runs the gamut uh, of what you see i guess in people's lives and i think the
2: background of this was people had come in there who were not focused on jesus they were rule oriented they were worshiping things other than jesus And they had all these rules, but it wasn't like the last verse of chapter two. It wasn't helping in restraining sensual indulgence. So he's saying, okay, you got this rule system. People are coming in with fine sounding arguments, but your life is filled with all these things. And then I think some of the people were responding like in verse eight, anger, rage, malice, slander filthy language from your lips. These are all like responses to circumstances. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of the way it works. You know, the evil world is happy when you got a lot of sin going on and then a lot of arguing about it and then rage and bitterness and anger and innocent people are caught up in it. Right. I mean, not all problems are based on your own sin. Some of it is somebody else's sin. Right. And how
3: you respond? to it. <clears throat> Well, you think about the, the the to mention the context again that you got these guys that are trying to impose all these rules and regulations. But you know, when I look when I then they come then he comes back here with a bunch of do's and don't do's. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I, I think it'd be a we would be misinterpreting this to to look at this as more rules. There's this interesting phrase here in verse six when he well he says first of all get rid of all these things like. Like, consider the members of your earthly bodies as dead to immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, which amounts to idolatry. For it is because of these things. What things? Well, impurity, passion, evil desire, greed, idolatry. It's because of these things that the wrath of God will come upon the sons of disobedience. So I always, you know hear that word wrath and I've I've, I've viewed it as God like has this barrel of wrath and he's scooping it out and he's mad. So he's pouring it on you. But if you read the language of Romans chapter one, the wrath of God is, is really God just removing his presence from you. It's it's just God just giving you over to your own self. And I think the point here is, I think this is a lot about like spiritual disciplines and spiritual um, formation that he's saying if you, you 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 gotta get rid of these these evil things in your life not to earn favor with God because that that you're not going to earn favor with him by what you do. The reason why we get rid of these things is because it helps us to allow uh, ourselves to dwell in the presence of God. When we focus in on what we want, we well, we don't know what we want actually. So we're we're chasing things that aren't him. That's mm-hmm. why he says that impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed what does it all amount to? It amounts to idolatry. Well, what is idolatry? It's anything other than Christ as the head of the whole thing. Going back to Colossians two, what was his point? They've they've taken Christ and removed him as the head and started to worship the things of God with the rules and regulations, and that's why it never can lead to righteousness, because
0: it's a rule based system.
1: Right. You know, uh, uh, Zach, sense?
0: Zach has brought 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 it up on what I was telling y'all earlier. Here's what everyone needs to understand. And here's where we stumble greatly as human beings. When the law was given, Exodus 20, uh, he he scared the daylights out of them, just 16, Exodus 20, verse about 16. Everyone in the camp, when the law, the law, The Ten Commandments were given, and everyone in the camp trembled. The Lord descended on it in the mountain in fire. The smoke billowed up like smoke from a furnace. The whole mountains were shaken violently. All he's doing is he's fixing to give them a code to live by. My point is this was too thousand years before jesus right at it so four thousand years ago god had him write down 10 laws uh, you shall have no other gods before me don't bow down to idols don't misuse the misuse the name of god work six days and rest one check this out honor your father and mother that's what the law said We already have these laws. We have these laws, we've been having them for 4,000 years. Don't murder. So every time there's a shooting or whatever, somebody, a bunch of murder takes place, the politicians all run and say, we need to make some more laws. We need to have more laws, more laws. We need to fix this. We need to get all these, these statutes down. This has been here for 4,000 years. Don't murder. Honor your father and mother. Because if they did, there wouldn't be all this murderous generation that has been with us when this was written and for the last 4,000 years. It's the same sins over and over and over. We've got the law. We don't need politicians making more. Well, I tell you what if they're, if they're hacking people with hatchets, get rid of the hatchets. If they do it, if they're shooting them, get rid of the gun. They keep doing it. The Ten commandments cover, don't murder. It's sinful. It's of the evil one. Don't commit adultery. Well, there goes 60% of us. We look at that and we say, yeah, well, there's divorces and then there's the breakup of the family. Then dad, he's gone, or mom, she's gone, or both of them are gone. We're down to grandparents, like the shooter out in Texas. You say, what in the world? Uh, don't commit adultery. When you hang, marry hang someone, on, stick on, with them.
1: <laughs> hang on, Dad. Let's take a break. So uh, it was interesting, Dad. I ran across the uh, the infomercial that we shot for uh, our sponsors, Omega XL, and it was really You know, I just happened across it like, you know, at midnight, you know, like you find an infomercial and it was really neat. Uh, But these guys have been fantastic and uh, you check that out if you see it. But uh, what they do is they help out with uh, inflammation. And uh, what I've noticed is, and we played golf, I hadn't played golf maybe twice. In the last year so i was a little worried about it yesterday because because i've been taking this omega xl and i had, right. had any aches and pains you actually played really well i know that's what i was saying this has been a big help so i mean I, I say that when we say on here this really helps i'm telling you it really helps and so i'm experiencing that which is really good
3: you know what else it helps on what's that this is, this is my experience not so but everyone at our beach house has been taking it and they said it, it, it's helping with sunburns oh, really yeah I thought that was interesting.
1: Well, there you go. I don't know why. I don't know the
3: science behind it. but
1: (laughs) I I like it. Well, I know that it rejuvenates joints and muscles, uh, and we can attest to that for sure. So uh, here's what you do. You want to check it out. I'm telling you it works. Omega XL. uh, You're going to buy a bottle. You're going to get a second bottle for free. So that's OmegaXL.com slash fill. OmegaXL.com slash fill. Or you can call them at 800-844-4888. That's 800-844-4888 eight and get those joints lubricated.
0: Go ahead. Then he says, don't commit adultery. Yeah, that would solve a lot of problems. Well, that's been there 4,000 years, but we haven't obeyed it. The world has not obeyed it. Therefore, all have sinned. You shall not give false testimony. Don't go around lying. You're like, yeah, I mean, that'd be a good law. Well, what are we going to do? We said, we're going in and fix that one because somebody we found lying. So we'll add another law that says they can't do that because that's lying. You got the, you got the Ten Commandments that have been there 4,000 years. Why wouldn't this do for you? Uh, don't misuse the name of God, don't be full of hatred, don't misname the God. Work 6 days, rest 1, makes sense to me. Honor your father and mother. Yeah, that would that would be you'd be a lot better person if you did. You wouldn't go out and start shooting people. Don't murder, don't steal, don't lie, and don't covet. The law has been there 4000 years. The law is not really the problem here. We're the problem. So when you finally, yeah, that's... here comes Jesus saying, I'll get you out from under that code. But you are still need to understand that code was written for a purpose. It's a great code. And if everybody lived by the Ten Commandments, if everybody lived by that, it would be a wonderful place on planet Earth. Making more laws is not yeah. going to solve the problem. This is enough to cover it. That's my little rant yeah, let, on, let, on looking at it.
3: Well,
2: Steal, do people line.
0: is a great thing for you not to do, still even right? when you follow Jesus. Yeah. To go out stealing, don't do that. Don't lie. Don't bow down to idols. Don't shoot your neighbor. I mean, the laws have been there. So you think Making laws, new ones will do no good. You think good. more
1: laws would help? I know what you're saying.
3: So what you're saying is we need more laws. <laughs> let me tell you what. Let me tell you what Dallas Willard. This is what Dallas Willard wrote um, uh, in referencing T. S. Eliot. He says T. S. Eliot once described. This is by the way in the uh, book Renovation of the Heart. Uh, T. S. Eliot once described the current human endeavor as that of finding a system of order so perfect that we will not have to be good. But the way of Jesus, he sa- uh, Dallas says this, tells us by contrast that any number of systems, not all to be sure, will work well if we are genuinely good. And we are then uh, free to seek the better and best. The impotence of systems is a, or laws, you could say, is a main reason why Jesus did not send his students out to start governments or even churches as we know them yep. today, which will always strongly convey some elements of human systems. What they we were need instead is, what to we
0: establish We need more love and less law. And you say, if we had, if we loved God, we would obey Him and fulfill these texts. And if we loved each other, we need to love each other knowing that no one has ever kept the law perfectly except the one who wrote it. And He's the one that said, Love me and love your neighbor, and everything will be all right. And that is true. If everyone, in fact, did love God and love their neighbor, all of this crap you're seeing in our culture would disappear. It's not rocket science.
3: <laughs> no, it's not. I, but to, to to Dallas's point, he he says that the church is is to be the beachhead, like the the people of the church are to be the beachheads of his person, his word, and his power in the midst of failing and a futile, uh humanity. They were to bring the presence of the kingdom and its king. Into every corner of human life, simply by fully living in the kingdom with Him. That that's why I think work. this idea of I think this idea of, of being in God's presence. Like if wrath is being kicked out of God's presence, then then heaven would be to be in His presence. And that's I think that's our role as the church. And this I think to jump on these, this bandwagon of more systems, more laws, more
0: rules. Ugh. You
3: can you just can't. You can't legislate it to that point. I mean, these things are already illegal. They've been still trying doing, to right? trying to do it I for mean, four
0: thousand years, yeah. and they still don't love God and love their neighbor. It's right there in front of them, hiding in plain sight.
2: Well, they're not legislating love, and especially out in the real world on a daily basis. No matter what the law said, yeah, you're still not. People have decisions when it comes to relationships. I mean, he's going to get in the back end of chapter three talking about where it starts in the home. He's like, wives, submit to your husbands. Husband, love your wives. Children, obey your parents. Fathers, don't embitter. And then he kind of gets into the social classes of people and what you do is your work and your job. And that's why he eventually says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for men. But what, what I wanted to say is this passage that we just read eerily, mirrors ephesians 5 which to y'all's point starts off saying be imitators of god therefore as dearly loved children which there's the ultimate relationship when you have that relationship with god as sons and daughters to our father it trickles into all our relationships as brothers and sisters and husbands and wives and children because that's where it really starts when you see these shootings like you mentioned phil it's a breakdown of the home yeah,
1: that's and, it. and
2: and the system is trying to fix people like, well, fix that. I don't fix that. Nobody's telling this guy, no, and there's no accountability. Yeah. There's no community. It's so he's, you know, when you let the internet be your father, well, how do you think that's going to work to the immature Our salt so or salt water watching
1: other people do it or, or
2: watching well, other people commit practically this. feels what I'm saying. People <clears> are going to educate themselves. In some way. And so if you, if you lose touch with people who have your well-being at heart, and you're just trying to find some kind of direction and meaning and purpose in life in an immature way through the Internet as a young person, it's just not going to work. Yeah. You're, you're going to be, it's going to be a disturbing existence because you're picking out things that people are taking advantage of through the Internet. On the immature. I mean, it's just the way it is. There's predators. There's a lot of predators roaming there. But I wanted to read this. Before you read that, let's take a break. But it says, and live a life of love, to your point, Phil, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God, which is the whole model of the book of Colossians. I mean, he's saying this is not a place. This is not a system. It's a person. And he embodies all forms of the deity, and you're, you have access to that. And the mystery of godliness is that this awesome Jesus Christ, those 12 things he listed in Colossians 1 and 15 and following, is living in you. And so we participated in it, and just like a Col- Colossians 3, what we read 5 and following, in verse 3 of Ephesians 3, it says, But among you there must not be even a hint of sex immorality, or of any kind of impurity or of greed, these are improper for God's holy people. There shouldn't be obscenity, foolish talk, coarse joking, which is all the responses to the circumstances, just like Colossians 3. For this, you can be sure, verse 5, Ephesians 5, 5, no immoral, impure, or greedy person, such a man is an idolater, same as Colossians. He uses the same cycle. Has any inheritance in the kingdom of God? Let no one deceive you with empty words, just like Colossians, the fine-sounding arguments are hollow and deceptive philosophy. For because of such things, God's wrath comes on them. When God's presence is removed, you're basically like a fish. I thought about this when I was fishing. It's like a, when you when you are not in Christ, it's like a fish not being in water. What are they doing? They're flopping on the beach. Trying to get back to the yeah, world. Uh, it, that, that's what your life is outside of Christ. You 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 don't have your surroundings and your purpose on why you were created. And then it says, verse seven of Ephesians five, don't be partners with them. So if that's who you're running with, if you look around and you you're like, well, I like this crew. We're a bunch of fish flopping on the bank. Well, it won't be long, and bad things are going to be happening. But I said all that. Just to make a point, the frustration I have, I think what was going on with the Colossians, is the same thing on whoever put this together. I know the people who translated this Bible had good intentions at heart. But he just said, and I've made this point before, but now we're here. He just said that God made you alive with Christ your participation, we spent two podcasts talking about baptism. And he forgave us all our sins, and he canceled the written code, to Phil's point. We don't need more laws. We got them.
0: Because and Jesus. Uh, Jace, why are you there? Because yeah. it's motivated the law of Moses, the commandments that were given on that mountain. All of it was motivated by fear. When the grace of God came everybody's motivation is is by love so when the people saw the thunder and lightning and heard the trumpet and saw the mountain in smoke they trembled with fear they stayed at a distance and said to moses speak to us yourself we'll listen but don't have god speak to us or we will die moses said to the people don't be afraid god has come to test you so that the fear of God will be with you to keep you from sinning. That code, although a great code, Jesus said, I'm going to motivate you by love instead of fear. Exactly, And that, that's how it works. I mean, because motivated by fear. Let's face it. Look at the, the world for the last 4,000 years. You just can't scare people enough to do it, i uh, uh, Al. You got the the law. Yeah, I agree.
2: Love is the answer. So I agree. But what I'm the person who or the people who translate this Bible, they put these headings, which is not inspired. And on Colossians two, verse six, they sum up this category with I'm going to read what they say. Freedom from human regulations through life with Christ. So I think that's good. All right. And so then you read chapter 2, but look at my heading for chapter 3, verse 1. You notice I marked out the first two words. <laughs> Rules for holy living. Yeah. Well, here's the heading. Look for uh, Colossians three eighteen through chapter 4, verse 1. Rules for Christian households.
3: <laughs> yeah. That's interesting.
2: Uh, what I'm saying, though, is we, we tend to say, well, look at society. What's wrong with the world? These are church people. And These are God-loving people who are missing the very point that they just translated.
1: That's <laughs> right. With the little heading title.
2: I'm telling you, you go to your wife and start tomorrow and say, look, the reason that you need to submit to me, because it's a rule. Follow the rule. Say that every day and let me know how that works out. <laughs>
3: Well, I think another motivation, you know, to Phil's point, he said the motivation has been fear. I think the other motivation, and maybe it's related, but it's uh, it's the idea that T.S. Eliot mentioned that we're trying to come up with a perfect system so we don't have to be good. Yeah. So I, I don't want to. I don't want to give my heart. So yeah. I want to keep my you know my own autonomy. I want to keep my own. I, I want to keep me. But just tell me the line that I can get to, because I mean, when I was a, I remember when I was in high school. And we would ask our, our youth minister this question. We, he would, would uh, have like a box, and you put your question in a box. And and, uh, and these are the questions that always came up over and over again. One of them was, um, it was uh, how, uh, it, how is getting drunk uh, or is, is drinking a sin? And it, it's not. But but is, is okay. Well, how many can I have before it's sinful? Because <laughs> what's, what's the number? What's the limit? Or with your girlfriend? how far okay. is too far like uh, in other words when does it cross over yeah just give me the i want i want to go to the limit of where it didn't but once i i, get, I want to go right to the edge of where it's 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 not sinful and then i won't cross but that it, but to view it that way you've missed the entire thing because what jesus came to do was not just to save you from your sin um, and save you from yourself he came to renovate, to borrow from Dallas Word, to renovate the heart. He came to give us a new desire. You know, that's why John Piper's ministry, Desiring God, is so big. I mean, yeah. it's like, it's, it's, it's addressing the heart. And that's the thing that I think that this passage in Colossians is getting to, is that as long as you're focusing on the external things and you're not Allowing the Holy Spirit to transform your heart, then you're basically indulging in in idolatry, which,
2: which is the point of the Sermon on the Mount. It's the point of what I just read. Look, I remember as a teenager, the first time I read Ephesians five three, I went, "Uh oh," because it said, "Among you, there's there can't even be a hint of sex, sexual immorality." I thought, "Well, I'm out on that." <laughs> I mean, a hint.
3: I
1: mean,
0: a hint. I, hint.
3: I, I remember
2: a Bible said it's your house.
0: Aim for perfection. <laughs> well, I know, yeah, but <laughs> from a it's legal, hard to wolf, achieve.
2: <laughs> but to Zach's point, it is about the heart. His point wasn't to try to make you feel like depressed because oh, there's no way out. It's like don't try to manipulate this situation. That's why he brought up it's idolatry. You you don't try to rationalize yeah. what you know to be right to try to work it out on your own from a system level. It's never going to work out. For it's you. never going to work. That's the you're point. missing the whole point. You fall in oh, love yeah. with Christ and you're like, you know what? It's not about these. Oh, did I, did I cross this line? You need to look at this girl as a daughter of the almighty and either try to share Jesus or, I yeah. mean, it's a totally different perspective. Once you get that perspective, you're not thinking about, Oh, where's the line? Cause trust me, if you're looking for that line, you're going to cross it.
3: It's like, well, you're going to, I mean, it's going to, you're going to determine it for yourself. Well, the physical
2: takes over. It's like somebody saying, Oh, well, you know, we, I can get right down to the nitty gritty if you know what I mean. But it, and then I'm going to pull back and say, no, I, I'm not going to do
1: that. Well, well, once
3: do? that happens, biology overtakes theology. Let's
1: take the last break. Go ahead.
3: No, that's good I, re- I remember, uh, when I was in college, we went, uh, Jace, you had a men's group and, uh, and we had just, be, me and all our my friends had just become Christians, and we were trying to walk the straight and narrow. And and you did a, a lesson out of Ephesians about let there not even be a hint of sexual immorality among you. Mm. And you asked the question, what does that, what does a hint look like? And we were all like, I, I lust. And you're like. <laughs> That's way more than a hint, son. That's a, well, <laughs> we, uh, we, we were trying to, but to, your, to the point we're making, like we had, I had established a line, all my friends and we were right out of the world. Like, so for yeah. us, like that, our line was, you know, we could, we could lust and that's a, that's a hint, you know, But and you're, and you're like, no, that's full blown. And, and, um, but you know, it's, it's, it's that's the problem when you are trying to establish, okay, what's the limit? Because mm. your limit is going to be based on, what you determine to be good, which is going to be based on yourself,
2: which and is creating the law back to Phil's point. It, it, you're, you're tr- creating your own rule system. These people come into the church and they were creating an amendment to what God's grace is. They're like, here's what we're doing, but it wasn't folk. Cause when you focus on Jesus, I mean, I'll give you one example, hopefully, cause we don't have time to talk about it today. But when you look at Jesus's life and what he did, I mean, you think about that conversation he had with the Samaritan woman who, I mean, her life was, had been a complete train wreck. And then when he brought up the fact about worship, I mean, she started saying, well, you know, we're going to, she was given some theology here, you know, but, and it was just like the Colossians, her theology wasn't, wasn't causing her to restrain from bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. And so, you know, Jesus is like, this won't, you won't worship on a place. It won't be a physical place. You'll worship in spirit and truth, which gets back to the heart, what's going on. And it'll be a person. That's why when her response, she's like, she wasn't going around and saying, Hey, come to this building or let me tell you what happened. She's like, uh, come see a man who told me everything yeah. I did. She was, there's a person who embodies truth in spirit. and spirit. And so then, but when you get to the final part of that story, I was just trying to get to this one point. When Jesus says something strange about, because they were talking about finding something to eat and, <laughs> you know, a physical thing. And he said, my food is to do the will of him who has sent me and finish his work. So when we're in Colossians and you think, yeah, i got to put off these things and then put on the new self. Well, Jesus said, that's my food, is doing these good things that Phil was referencing, doing good, that is the food that fuels us. Well, that's the strangest thought. How do you even make up a thought like that? Your food, what sustains you, is out there representing the Father. That's what Jesus Mm -hmm. was saying.
0: That's why when you're out there, that's why Jay's love never fails. Well, that's right. Yeah. That's
2: why to put it in the sexual context, when, because I do realize how difficult it is to wait till you're married. I mean, which is something that God's power allowed my wife and I to do. And I share that. And remember when we were attacked Phil that time, that was one of the questions they asked me. They were like, do you do you honestly be- expect people to believe that you waited till you got married yep. before you had sex for the first time? And he didn't even believe it. I was like, well, I don't care if you believe it or not. That's what happens. But he didn't understand why I was out there sharing that. And it's, it's because a lot of young people out there, they need that kind of encouragement that yeah, it can be done. But to do it, you're going to have to look at it not from a legal standpoint because this is the way I did it. I I realized what Jesus was saying here. The best way to keep yourself pure is to have a spiritual conversation at the first of the day about Jesus and about what your purpose is in life. It's like it totally turned, turned around. I mean, one girl I gave the speech to, which was basically, I'm going to love Jesus more than you. I want to find someone to help me get to heaven so i go out with this girl and she's like she didn't really say oh that's the greatest thing I ever heard but she's like okay well as the relationship continued she came to the lord well then she wanted to keep dating but i didn't want to date her but i was like look you're a sister you're i'm your brother but it's not gonna work out (laughs) i mean you know i hate it for you (laughs) I mean, I you know what I mean, but I'm out, but you're in. It's not you, it's me. Yeah. (laughs) So I had it got a little bumpy, you know. But what I'm saying is, it kept me from doing something wrong because that we you know she came to the Lord. It was awesome. So I was like, well, I'll start a dating ministry. Well, that that didn't work. But still, when I met my wife, Uh, conversion and and went through the story of Jesus with her for the first time. That was the foundation that that was built on, so it didn't become a legal thing. We weren't setting parameters based on what we you know, thought we could human humanly accomplish. We just decided to build it on Jesus. Now toward the end, we were setting some parameters, because there's nothing wrong with parameters, and it ended up just saying, I'll see you at the altar. <laughs> That was it. Yeah. So for the last three months, it was just we talked on the phone and because then it was inevitable that we were going to be married and the temptation was real. The struggle was real. But, you know, we had a streak. We didn't want to mess up at that point.
1: But the new self was the motivation, which is that you can't. So what we see, Dad, to circle back as we wrap up, is what you see unfettered, sinful life, no God, no put to death anything it's it's very shocking and ugly i mean when it runs itself out as zach you mentioned or whenever god says okay i'm just stepping back and you be you and when we see that happen we see unspeakable, literally unspeakable evil acts happen on a daily basis. And the more you see of that, the more you know that that's the evil one. So you're right. We don't look at it from a standpoint like other people, like somehow we can just figure this out with some new program or plan. And all of a sudden we're all going to be great. This is a, this is a spiritual well, warfare. and All
0: they keep saying is more laws, more laws, which will well, not my work. My point
2: is, look, even, you- Phil, even if there were more laws, if you spend the rest of your life trying not to do wrong, if you think that's the epitome of
3: Christianity, you're going to be miserable. Yeah, Number one, was. you're not going to pull it off. Well, you've missed it. I mean, you've missed the whole thing. I think that's the point of Colossians, that that if you think it's about not doing the—, the Or just ba- putting off the old set. Yeah, you, you, you've missed the whole thing, and, and that's not a—I mean, that doesn't sound like salvation to me. That sounds like bondage. You know, and that is not what Christ came to do. He he came to liberate people, and I think that's if if your walk with Christ is not liberating, then you're, then I would question your walk with Christ. And you know, one of the things that you said, Jason, I I think would be good for our audience because we get a lot, a lot, a lot of questions that revolve around this. I'm stuck in some kind of you fill in the blank on the sin, and I can't get out of it. What do I do? And I think the answer is. what Jace mentioned earlier, you're, you're not going to get out of sin by just by just trying not to do it. You're going to have to fall in love with the person of Jesus. Mm. You're going to have to start to walk with Jesus. You're going to have to do the things that are here in Colossians. So you don't do them to be
1: saved. You 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 do them because there's a better way. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's put to death and bring to life. All right, we're out of time. But uh, in overtime, we'll explore that. I've got a verse, Dad, to your earlier point about the mountain uh, that I want to share in the overtime. So check us out. Uh, You can follow us over, uh, blaze.com, blazetv.com slash unashamed uh, to get our overtime. We'll see you on the other side. Thanks for listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes. And don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube and be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes.